Welcome, dance lovers, to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Hello and welcome to this episode of Ask a Dancer, the podcast where we interview performers across a wide range of performing arts genres. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm the principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. If you have a suggestion for a guest, someone you'd love us to interview, please make sure you get in touch with us at Ask a Dancer. You can tweet me at, at @dancestacy and use the hashtag Ask a Dancer. You can also reach us on our website, which is www.pmperformingarts.com. We'd love you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. You can also leave your comments in the questions and I'll get back to you. This will help us share our love of dance with as many aspiring dancers as possible. Ask a Dancer is made possible with the support of Dance Around the World. Dance Around the World are the dance tour specialists and provide dancers and dance studios with the opportunity to see their name up in lights all over the world. Would you love to dance down Main Street Disneyland, perform on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, or take class at the famous Abbey Lee Dance Company? Dance Around the World can make that dream a reality. Get your dance teacher to get in touch with Roz and her awesome staff by contacting them at dancearoundtheworld.com.au. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Ask a Dancer, and let's get our guest on the line. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Ask a Dancer, Ramon Doringo. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, oh, my pleasure. It's been um, kind of an honour, not just kind, but it's really an honour to be talking to you. I started this podcast because I wanted to influence and talk to aspiring young dancers. And if anyone can talk to young dancers that are coming up uh, through the ranks, it's you. You've had such an incredible career. I, I have to admit, there were many, many years of my childhood that I watched you on VHS and tried to copy all of your moves. And even now with the programs that you're running at Sydney Dance Company, you are truly an inspiration to the Australian dance industry. So it's amazing to talk to you. And I'd like to start by asking you what age you started dancing and who influenced you most in those early years? I actually started very much late, um, A, because I come from a very poor family and my parents can't really allow or afford to uh, send me to any dance school uh, and there's not much dance school to go to uh, where I come from, where I live. This is back in the Philippines years ago. Um, so I started pretty much late. I started... Um, when I was at university, finishing my degree in education, it happened to have, they have a uh, folkloric company in that university that I go to, which is a teacher's college. Um, and um, yeah, I guess it's it's uh, watching television and seeing dances on TV and, and thinking, oh, one day I really, really want to be like that. But un- unfortunately, my family can't afford to send me to a dancing school. So I uh, enrolled to this university and they happen to have a folkloric company. So uh, in a way, that's how I started, uh, but, but focused on folk, folk dancing. Fabulous. And so uh, was there one moment during that training that you thought, okay, this is, this is it for me. This is, this is going to be my life. Yes, it is, because I thought uh, when, when I was doing it, when I was dancing with the company, um, everything changed. It's like, well, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, I guess every male or female dancer could understand what I'm saying, that it's just liberate you. It's just, it's a world, it's like being in a fantasy world mm-hmm. or in a, um, 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 like a wonderland that everything, everything is, looks beautiful. Everything is pretty and it's just uh, nice to be 
performing in front of the mirror, just even in front of the mirrors, let alone performing in front of people. And as a student, obviously, because it wasn't part of your world originally, when you when you got to be in front of the mirror and got to be in a dance class, you were obviously absolutely loving it. But I'm sure there were downtimes as well. Can you recall any tough situations that you had when you were coming up through the ranks and how did you get through those and what did you learn? Yeah, I guess as a dancer, you have that doubt of, uh, mm. and, and, and you have that up, ups and downs. And I guess starting starting from the beginning, it's a lot of downs for me. A is being short, because uh, a lot of dancers usually uh, are taller than me. Yeah. Uh, and I guess my training, even in folk dancing, is not as, as 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 strong as the other dancers in the company. Left alone in a studio where I first trained in Australia, that when I walked into a room, they all have done ballet in front of me, yeah. and I haven't. So. Yes. Uh, so what I did is, okay, I really want to be a dancer. I really want to do this. So I start doing ballet, even from a very, very basic um, level of ballet. And I did every single class that I could do. And yeah, and, and I just persevere with that. But even that, you know, I always have doubts about myself. And I guess I just, I just persevere. And like I said, I just keep doing classes and listen very thoroughly to teachers, watch every single student in my class and, and learn from them. So I think just by watching and listening to teachers exactly what they want you to do is, is a really, really good way to improve Absolutely. and get better. That's such great advice, especially for young dancers listening. When it comes to the other people in your class, you might see them as competition, but it, it's it's better to see them as as comrades with you dancing and yes. then to be able to use them to, to propel you forward. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I, I think it's, 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 uh, it's important that a it's, it doesn't go into your head about competition. Yes, competition is good. I think it's, we need that. So then we, 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 we try to strive for perfection. But I guess sometimes it's, it could also a hindrance to your success because you always want to get you know, compete instead of just getting better. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that really, uh, I think, inspired me more than just um, compete with someone else in the studio. Yeah. You know, um, that I'm better than than than, than that person next to me, but uh, I could get even better yeah. for myself. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm mainly competing for myself, not competing with someone else. Yeah. Well, I had a teacher once that once told me, if you've got time to look, beside you you're wasting time when you could be looking forward and going forward, towards yeah, the goals yeah. of what you want and and i guess it's important to, to use that just as 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 uh you know um well for me it's just a inspiration or uh, uh something to look at then i can then i know how to what, what to improve for myself like mm. sometimes by watching you can see uh good and bad habits that other dancers do and you go no i don't want to do that i i prefer to do I think I could do better by watching someone else that, you know, that, that's, yeah, do, do better in doing or technically better than, than, than you. So uh, what was your first big break as a performer? Who gave it to you? And uh, what did you learn from the experience? Uh, the very first big break uh, that was given to me was to dance for one of the uh, Pope 
uh, that visited Australia. Wow. And it was given to me by the opportunity was came up when I auditioned for uh, the, what they call the Pope Rally with Andrew Stop. Andrew Stop is a, a former Sydney dance company dancer and also choreographer. But unfortunately, he passed away last year. Um, and he, I auditioned for that. And I actually had a chance to to dance with some of the leading dancers of Sydney Dance Company, namely Kim Walker and wow. Sherry DeCosta. Amazing. Um, and and I learned I learned a lot from that because I am I was dancing with all these high caliber, top professional commercial and contemporary dancer and and I guess just by watching them during rehearsal and learning from them sort of uh, brought me up to the next level, uh, in, you know from watching my co peer students in a class coming out to do. Uh, my first professional gig yeah. with all these amazing dancers, I, I kind of learned so much how, how they behave and how they work hard and lots of points, good points and positive points that I learned from it. Wow. That's awesome. So you went from this performance to a fabulous performance career. Okay, do you yeah. have anything that in particular stands out as a performance um, from memory or a show that you were in that you just, that you'd love to go back to that time? Oh yes, uh, I would say Dancing Men by Fabulous. David Atkins, yeah. uh, and then Dancing Dynamite, where David Atkins put together uh, Dynamite that he did after, uh, and uh, that he put together. It's called the first one that I did was Dancing Men. The good thing about Dancing Men, it's it really a high, uh, well, it's not just a show, but it's really highlight every dances. Uh, that's in the show. Uh, in, in that show, there's a group, a dance group that we are uh, uh, part of it. It's called uh, Electric Electric, electric legs. legs. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I have the opportunity to actually dance alongside with Kelly Abbey, Sherry DeCosta, Jason Coleman, Jackie Howard, um, and all these famous, you know, all yes. this, um, yeah, well-known. Um, dances at that time and still is yeah so uh D dancing man i would say and dancing dynamite is the sh it's a it's a show that I, I would like to do it again if i've given opportunity and if i've given a younger bodies right now <laughs> i would love to see it again dancing dynamite was actually the first show my parents ever took me to oh really yes yeah and i have I, such I, vivid I, memories yeah, I, I think what, what good thing about what, what what's the best thing about the dancing tournament is it really gave us all dances a platform to show. Yes. Our, you know, it's a, it's a real dance show, even before see, uh, so you think you can dance. I think so you think second dance is a different thing because it's it's a competition. Dancing men is a show that showcase the dances, the commercial dancer. Oh, absolutely. I think I would say it really showcase us and having a solo in that show, which is called Mr. Bojangle, yes. is the highlight ever, I would say, in my entire career. Wow. And that was the VHS that I wore out watching you oh. with you watching you with you in the hat and the suit and spinning around. I just I'd love spinning it. yeah. Oh thank you. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a really I would say it's the best thing I've ever done in my dance career on stage. Wow. I'm so honored to have gotten to see yep. it <laughs> thank you have you got a choreographer um that you have worked with 
either just in class or on stage that you've really enjoyed well, working with? Yeah, well, maybe not currently, but I, I guess, again, I would mention David Atkins to work with, uh, Andrew Stupp, Marie Plosky from Dynamite mm. Studio, Ross Coleman. Mm, yep. Yeah, all of this. I mean, uh, I guess th there's not many of them around, but the, the, the maybe the one that's still currently choreographed is William Forsythe, or what we call Billy Forsythe in yes. those days, and Jackie Howard's. Yeah. All of those people and Jason Coleman. I recently worked with him doing a revival of um, Dancing Man in Melbourne in 2009. Oh, really? Well, uh, just the opening number. Oh, wow. Oops, make it, yeah, just to, yeah, highlight that. Fabulous. Yeah. So you transitioned from dancer to teacher and you're now known as one of the country's most sought after teachers and choreographers. How did you go making that transition and what motivates you to keep coming back into the studio every day? Look, after the, I think um, uh, dancers go through a different pace in their life uh, as a dancer doing, I've, I've done, like when I was doing musical from one to the next, like I've done, I think in within the five years period of my career uh, as a dancer, I've, I've done five musical again. Mm -hmm. And then I guess after that transition to choreographing convention, choreographing shows, to to sort of discovering myself as a choreographer and and and, and a dancer, it's, I think it's just a, a moving on forward from being a dancer. As as we all know, as a dancer, you don't have a, a long you know a longer life to live yeah. as a performer. So you you kind of go through a pace where you know you can be good at. And and for me, I think the two things after being on stage is working behind stage and that is choreographing and uh, teaching. Wonderful. Do you have a message that you could tell your, if you could go back and tell your 12 year old self, is there anything in particular that, that you well, have learned? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in, uh, love what you do. Mm -hmm. Don't stop learning. Listen and watch yes. and, um, and learn and work hard be versatile i mean you can't just be good in one style yeah you have to be able to do everything because when when you become a professional dancer you never know what sort of job you're gonna land on be nice to everyone that you work with yes i think um good manners take you everywhere and be passionate and keep learning that's fantastic keep learning yeah i'm gonna put all of those into a checklist Ah, <laughs> that's wonderful now I've just got another couple of quick questions for you because I know your time's very valuable I, okay. I I would like to delve into the world of Estedfords um, yes tell us how you feel about Estedfords and the current competition movement that's happening in dance okay um I've, I've judged the city of Sydney for many for many years yes. at the Sydney Opera House and I believe that it, it will be really important that the whole aspect of of the dance competition begins or, or deals with the te technical aspect of mm -hmm. dance uh, i'm not very keen on you know a, a competition that meant to be dance and then suddenly you see a lot of acrobatic tricks mm -hmm. input in it and i think it's nice to have that every now and then but when the whole uh, choreography suddenly focus on acrobatics and uh, tricks and all that just like the 
you know, and, and the way the TV series Dance Moms focus on that kind of thing, I yes. think that's when I, I, I find it really uh, unnecessary. Yeah. I, I think we, 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 we just focus on working together as a group. Yeah. Uh, emphasize on technique, mm -hmm. emphasize on beautiful choreography, beautiful costume, appropriate choreography that's appropriate for age. Yes. What I've seen so far, I wouldn't say where it is, but, you know, young as eight or seven doing anaconda, I just thought that's, that's really inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I, I think we should be much more aware of what music and what sort of song and lyrics we put together as a choreographer, as a teacher. I think we're the one that's responsible, Absolutely. not the kids. Yes. The kids will do anything you give them. Yes. And what they see on television and social media is what they think is cool, but it, it's not. It's not because there are age-appropriate music, there are age-appropriate costume, and there are age-appropriate uh, theme in, in, in a show like Guns. And, and I've seen another one, mm. which I'm not going to mention, which is actually at the Opera House, that a whole group is doing Guns mm. and being hit on the faces, like almost like a violent... Yeah. Yeah, that we, we're, we're talking about, Kids. you know, on, on movies and, yeah. and television that we see. So I think we just need to focus on more on, on dance and the quality of choreography, beautiful choreography, dance choreography, not acrobatic, not not tricks after tricks. Yeah, fabulous. So can you tell us where Australian dancers can get in the studio with you and what you're currently working on? A Sydney Dance Company has two programs. We had programs for over 16 that they can do open classes with um Within, with any of the classes that we offer seven days a week. Wonderful. We also offer school holidays for kids from eight to, to 16. Perfect. Uh, and that is during school holidays. Great. So lots of different so, options no matter what yeah, their age. And, and we also have special dance excursion, you know, school com that comes from all over the country that will that, that, that comes to Sydney Dance Company Studio to to do classes with our amazing professional teachers. Fabulous. I'll have to get my Port Macquarie dancers down to see you. Yes, and I would love to see you guys at our school holiday workshops during the school holiday. Fabulous. And also the Sydney, our Sydney Dance Company is also offering a uh, education program uh, every time we have a season, which I think they did one in Port Macquarie. They recently. did. Yes, just La last week. Did you guys we had, go? We did. We had Sydney Dance Company um, dancers at our studio and uh, oh, they were wow. meant to see the show the next night. It was fabulous. Well, and what did you think of the show? Oh, I could watch it all day. Just yes. those bodies, just incredible. Yes, isn't, it, isn't it amazing? They, yeah. 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 Uh, to, to me, that that's another one that I'm, I'm proud of myself to be working at Sydney Dance Company, not just the studio, but also knowing that uh, we're part of the company as well. And, yes. and knowing these dancers, seeing them every day, inspiring me every single of the way. Every time I go to work and see them work hard in the studio and come out with that amazing, amazing body of work. Absolutely. It's so inspiring. I think, uh, which I forgot to say why I keep doing this, it's because of them yes, and because of the student that comes to inspire me every single day. Fantastic. Ramonda Ingo, thank you so much for taking the time no, to talk to us. No, thank you. Such and, an honour. And it's a pleasure and thanks for asking me. No worries. We look forward to seeing you at Sydney um, Dance Company Studio yeah. soon. 
Yeah, and my last word for everyone, for every dance is inspiring dances. Like I said earlier, love what you do, be passionate, uh, believe in yourself, keep your training all the time, be humble and respectful, be nice. Don't don't let don't let your ego take over yourself, because otherwise you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, Use social media wisely. Yes. Think before you click. <laughs> wise words to end on thank you so much for joining us on ask a dancer thank you got a question for one of our dance stars tweet your question to at dance q a with the hashtag ask a dancer thanks so much for tuning into this episode of ask a dancer we're doing our very best to make sure these episodes get to you as regularly as possible so please share this episode if you've enjoyed it with all of your dance friends If you have any burning questions you'd like me to ask one of our dance stars or if you have a dance star you'd like to nominate, please make sure you get in touch. You can tweet me at DanceStacey and always make sure you use the hashtag AskADancer. We would love it if you would leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Jump on there and leave a comment and I can get back to you. This really helps us reach as many people as possible. And a big special thanks to our friends at Dance Around the World. They are the dance tour specialists and they make this podcast possible. Don't forget to get in touch with Dance Around the World if you and your dance friends would love to take your dance group overseas. Get your dance teacher to contact them and next minute you'll be dancing on Broadway, seeing the sights of Euro Disney or taking class at Pineapple Studios. Trust me, you're going to love it. Thanks so much for tuning in and I look forward to talking to you very soon on Ask a Dancer. Thanks for listening to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Get in touch with us at WPMPA.co or at Dance Q&A on Twitter.